If you're ready to stop feeling like shit and start living your best life, then this podcast is for you. Tune in as Dr. Buzz and Daniela provide guidance, education, and the tools you need to make a positive and lasting change. Doctor of chiropractic medicine, regenerative medicine, and functional wellness, Dr. Buzz has 24 years of experience changing people's lives. Daniela has first-handedly taken back control of her health, and together, these dynamic hosts have unique perspectives and expert advice. Get ready to transform your mindset, take charge of your well-being, and discover the key to changing your life forever. Welcome to Stop Feeling Like Shit where the power to change is in your hands. Welcome back to the Stop Feeling Like Shit podcast with Dr. Buzz and Daniela. And so today we're going to talk about chronic pain and stress and how it affects your health. That's a good one. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about this because um, I believe in our first episode, we went over how stress really affected me and my health and how it's a work in progress to try to bounce it back. So I'm excited to see what you have to say. Yeah, stress definitely can kill, that's for sure. Yeah. You know, and what people have to realize is is your body doesn't know the difference between different types of stress. So there's chemical stress, toxins you take in, uh, alcohol, smoking, what we breathe, you know, the environment's pretty dirty or can be depending on where you live. Mm -hmm. There's physical stress. If you have pain, if you have chronic back pain, shoulder pain, knee pain, you know, headaches, whatever that is. And then there's emotional stress, stress out at your job, uh, maybe in a bad relationship, you know, th- th- that's a stress too. And your and, and the final stress would be chronic infections, mm-hmm. like some type of, you know, a lot of people have gut infections they don't even know about, or, you know, other type, you know, E. coli, staph infections, H. pylori, all these different infections. So, but your body doesn't differentiate between the, those four different types of stress. And usually it's a combination of those stress things over time that cause us to break down, okay, you know, and, you know, and usually it's, a, and when we, people come in and we talk to them, if you really look back at, you know, where their health really started to decline, you'll ask them, did something bad happen around that time? We're not talking about being late for work, like death of a family member, um, divorce, you know, major injury of some type, nine times out of 10, you can look at someone when their health started to break down to a major stressful event. You know, and, but there's a reason for that. But, but basically, that's usually the catalyst that starts the body to breaking down. You know, and, the, and the reason that happens is, is, you know, your stress has this effect on your body. What happens? You have these things called your adrenal glands, okay? And your adrenal glands, they sit on top of your kidneys, but they are the center of what they call your neuroendocrine or your hormonal system. Mm-hmm. These adrenal glands are. So when you get stressed out, your body produces more cortisol, which is that, that's what they call the fight or flight mechanism. And the reason your body does that is we were engineered for being back in caveman time or, you know, back when we were getting chased by dinosaurs or whatever we got chased by. So when you get stressed out, your body gets ready to run or gets ready to act. So it releases a bunch of blood sugar so you have more energy, which spikes your blood sugar levels, which is bad. Uh, you get vasoconstriction, which means your blood vessels shrink up in case you get, you know, a saber-tooth tiger bites your arm or something so you don't bleed out, but you have poor circulation. And you produce less sex hormones because you shouldn't be worried about having sex. You need to be worried about recovering from an injury so your cortisol levels go real high. Okay, So these are all designed short-term mechanisms to help you survive the stressful event. But if you're stressed out all day long every single day and the cortisol levels stay high all the time, you have these negative effects all the time. Your blood sugar stays high so then you become a type 2 diabetic. 
you have poor circulation, so you develop neuropathy, your hair falls out, you don't recover from injuries. Uh, you have no libido or energy because instead of producing your sex hormones, which are testosterone and estrogen, you're producing cortisol because your body can't produce sex hormones and cortisol at the same time. It's either you're doing cortisol to help you survive or you're producing sex hormones to help you procreate. Mm-hmm. Can't do both at the same time. But if you're stressed out all the time or you have chronic pain all the time or you have a chronic infection all the time, you're producing this cortisol all the time. And cortisol or cortisone is breaks you down long term. So this was breaking you down and you become catabolic long-term and that's why your health degrades with time. Yeah, it makes sense. So, you know, it's really important when you, you know, when you're looking at people and analyzing people or, you know, patients, the first thing I usually ask is when did your health, when's the last time you felt good or when did you not feel like shit? Yeah. And like I said, most of the time they'll be, oh, you know, they went through, you know, a divorce, someone passed away. That's kind of like the catalyst and then the body just never recovers. Right. So, and that's where we come in and we can help, okay? So, um, and then basically what happens is when you're, those cortisol levels are high, the other thing, that the big important thing that happens that we see on testing is it brings down your immune system, your IgG levels. And those IgG uh, uh, immune markers are basically the main form of defense to keep bacteria and viruses out of your body. But when your cortisol levels are high, your body's not worried about keeping infections out. It's worried about surviving. So it lets the immune system lapse or go down. And what we see then is that when, when people start to get, develop, getting these infections, they get sick more often. Uh, or the big ones we see a lot of the people don't know about is then you're more likely to get, catch like an H. pylori infection or get candidas infections. Mm-hmm. You know, and what we have to realize, we're always exposed to the bugs. Right. So we're all going to be exposed to COVID this winter and the flu virus this winter and the common cold this winter, but we don't catch it every time we're exposed. It's when your immune system is down is when we catch these things. Mm-hmm. So the same thing happens with these gut bugs that we get. And when you get these gut bugs, well, you know, like one we see a lot of is H. pylori, right? So when you get H. pylori, H. pylori eats the mucus off your gut. Yep. So, and you need the mucus in your gut because the mucus in your gut prevent you from having leaky gut. And a lot of people here probably heard of leaky gut but don't know what it is. So I have to explain that really quick because it's very important and affects a lot of people is when you eat food, obviously you're, the purpose of your GI system is to digest that food and take the fats, carbohydrates, and proteins and, and to, you know, basically make energy for you. But it has to go through the GI system to do that. And you have a mucosal layer that prevents that stuff doesn't get out into your bloodstream. When someone has a leaky gut, basically what happens is that mucosal layer is broken down. And a lot of times it's because you have a parasite or an H. pylori or something, which we can catch. And then what happens is the proteins we eat literally leak out through the lining of your GI system and into your bloodstream. Yeah. And those proteins aren't supposed to be in your blood. And your body doesn't know what the heck those are. So your body doesn't recognize those things and your body attacks those. And that's where this whole autoimmune thing comes in. So anyone that has an autoimmune condition, you're going to have some level of leaky gut. Now, just to be clear, autoimmune conditions are genetic in nature. So someone that has uh, rheumatoid arthritis is is an example of an autoimmune condition we see a lot of. So when you have uh, rheumatoid arthritis, you're genetically predisposed. So when you have a leaky gut and those proteins are leaking out and they go all through your system, when those proteins get to your joints, your body attacks at the joint, and that's what causes rheumatoid. Where if you had psoriasis, when those proteins get to the dermis or your skin, your body attacks at the skin, causing the psoriasis. Yeah. So that's the cause. So all autoimmune, when someone comes to me with an autoimmune condition, the first thing you have to do 
you know, is not take some type of medication to turn your immune system down, mm-hmm. is, to, is to get the leaky gut under control. You know, and, and how do you do that? Well, you test your gut and see, you know, is the microbiome the way it's supposed to be? Do you have any parasites or bugs that could potentially be causing that leaky gut? Do you have, you know, uh, are all your commensal or the good bacteria, are they the way they're supposed to be? You know, and, and then also, are you gluten intolerant? Should you be avoiding gluten? Because if you're if you're gluten intolerant, when these really tight junctions in your gut, when you eat gluten, they open up, and in your gut's like a like a like a strainer, and then this protein just leak out into your system. So, but these are all things that you can test and correct. Mm-hmm. And when I say correct, it's not taking medication; it's usually you know diet modification, maybe some supplementation. But these are all things that 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 you know with functional medicine you can definitely handle. Yeah, you know. And then the final thing that happens is then that affects your detoxability. You know, it affects your liver function, your gallbladder, your pancreas. All of these things start to malfunction over time. If you're not breaking down foods properly, those organs get overloaded. Then you start to have these organ problems and organ failures. All because you had chronic stress. Yeah. And so when I had chronic stress, we did the adrenal test, which is saliva, testing your... Um, I guess you spit in a tube first upon morning, uh, mid-morning, afternoon, and night Yep. Uh, to test our cortisol levels to yep. see if they're where they need to be. And then um, the GI map, so testing all if there's any parasites, pathogens, you know, the good bacteria, the bad bacteria. How we well should go back to the cortisol thing real quick because yeah. you know, that's kind of interesting. So what she's talking about is that, you know, pretty much step one, you know, there's three body systems you have. You have your neuroendocrine system. You have your GI and you have your gut. Mm-hmm. So I feel strongly everyone should get all three of those systems tested because that, that could determine your health. So the test you're talking about was the adrenal test, which is your neuroendocrine system test, yep. which tests, you know, m- most importantly, you have this thing called this diurnal rhythm. So basically what happens, you wake up in the morning, your cortisol level, level should be higher because that, that's why you wake up yep. in the morning. But then as the day goes on, they should kind of track down and that's why you should get tired at nighttime. That's a normal, what they call diurnal rhythm. So what this test does is, is checks your levels to make sure you have a normal rhythm. Because if your cortisol levels are, are low when you wake up, you wake up dog tired. Yeah. Or uh, if they're high before you get to bed, you're not going to fall asleep. Yeah, we see some tests like that. Yeah, so, and, and what happens is there's three stages of what they call adrenal failure. Stage one is you're really stressed out at work or someone just passes away and your cortisol is just high all the time. So you, you wake, you can't sleep, you wake up wired, you're kind of wired all day long and you, and you have a hard time falling asleep or you wake up when you're sleeping at nighttime. That's phase one adrenal failure, which shows up on that test. Phase two is your adrenal glands can't keep that up for a long period of time. So phase two is they start to get burned out. And what will happen is that cortisol level starts to kind of crash out. And that might be, you know, you might wake up with good cortisol, but then midday you crash, they go real low. And how you know that is, you know, the you know, you're at noon, one o'clock, you just dog tired. You nap. Yeah, you like you feel like you need a nap every day. Or you just yeah. don't feel good. So, or or you know, so that's phase two failure, and then phase three, which we do see, is when that cortisol level is just burned out and it never raises. Mm-hmm. So that's the person that's depressed, tired, can't get out of bed, or, or they get out of bed, and they just dragging all day long. Or yeah. maybe just doing stimulants all day long, or taking Adderall, or whatever whatever medications are taking to keep going. Um, th- but that's bad because remember when those cortisol when that's crashed out, your immune system is going to be shot. 
Uh, your hormonal system's not working properly, so you're going to have low testosterone, low estrogen, probably low libido, no mental focus, brain fog, all these really bad things. But once again, the beauty is if you diagnose these things, remember the body can heal itself with some supplementation, some diet modification. We can fix all that stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. So, but that's the adrenal test you were talking about. And these are real simple tests you do in the comfort of your own home. We send you the test or you get one at the office. You take it home. You do the test. Basically, you're spinning in a vial four times a day. Right. You send it in. Two weeks later, we get the result back. And, and we can tell you, are you are your adrenals fine? Are you stage one, stage two, or stage three? And whatever stage you're in, we can definitely fix those. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was a great test. And then uh, we did the GI map, which really cool That's the poop thing. test. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Was fair. you do that at home too? You don't have to, yeah. we don't want you to poop at the office. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so that was a pretty cool test. Um, just because I think that really you don't you don't really understand what your gut needs. You know, like what you need to be able to lose weight. You can look at the gut test and say, okay, well, guess what, Janet, you're not losing weight because you're missing these two commensal bacteria, right. right? And that's pretty awesome. Which commensal are good bacteria? Yes, good bacteria. Or you can look at it and say, okay, well, like Brock, he had chronic back pain. Remember, he's coming home from school every single day. My back, yeah. my back, my back. We're like, dude, you're 15. Like, come on. And he did the GI map test, and he had a parasite. He had all the infections, actually. He did, he had like yeah. seven infections. Yeah. But the parasite caused the chronic back pain for him. Systemic inflammation. So that was really cool to see, and then how he can recover and get better by doing the supplements. Um, yeah, so I think that's a good thing you say there too. Like so, so these tests can be done for anyone at any age. Yeah, you know, so who might be a good candidate to get tested? Well, anyone that has a problem. Like if you're if you're if you have a teenager or even younger. Yeah. That you know we're treating a girl that has seizures now. She's nine years old. Like like anyone that has a problem. Let's look and see how you know how are your body systems working. You know, is even if you don't have a problem, they can true. get the test done. If you're an athlete, right? If you're in high school. And you just want to. We have a bunch of people, you know, students that we're doing, like you know, athletes, because their parents want them to be the best, and that's right. It's good stuff because yeah. you know what. What I do see with a lot of these students is a lot of them are training really hard. Yeah. So they get adrenal burnout too, and you know, that, that causes their hormones to be lower or less than optimal. And obviously, like on a teenager, you're not going to put them on bioidentical hormones. Fix their adrenal glands and get that'll get their hormones up naturally. Yeah. Because when you fix those adrenals, your your testosterone and estrogen automatically go up because it's able to function properly. Mm-hmm. So and, and you know and we see that once again in society, I think, but like a lot of kids in high school these days, you know, you know they get diagnosed with depression or ADHD and all this stuff, and they really don't have any of that stuff. They have the symptoms of it, but it's be you know there's a lot of stress. Kids don't get a break these days. Like when I was a kid, I remember riding a bike and walking outside. Kids these days are in school, they're on their phones. It's just a different yeah, time. They're on their computers. Different. Like they, their brain never gets a break, and that's stress. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, my favorite test, though, I would say just because I love um, working out and, um, you know, I want to see my body change would be the organic acid test. That was my favorite test. Yeah. The organic so. acid test, the way I like to explain to the people, it's kind of like, uh, if you walk out to your car in the morning and there's fluid under your car, you know it's not supposed to be there, but you don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So organic acid is a urine test. Yep. Um, and there's certain things that are not supposed to be in your urine, uh, certain metabolites. So this test is a, is a urine analysis. And if there's things in your urine that's not supposed to be there, 
that's kind of like that's where your system's breaking down. Yeah. So we're able to look at that, and, and what it really checks is this thing called your Krebs cycle. And what your Krebs cycle is, is, is your body takes fats, carbohydrates, and proteins and breaks those down and produce, makes energy inside your cells in this thing called the mitochondria. And that all happens in this Krebs cycle. So, but if there's some something that's not functioning properly in that Krebs cycle, it'll show up in your urine or with this with this with the metabolomics test or the or the organic acid test. Yeah, it was really cool because I think I was struggling, like maybe couldn't lose weight. Did that showed the Krebs cycle, and I was missing L-carnitine. Yeah, I think when your test it showed that you weren't breaking down fats properly, right. even though you're working out all the time and eating good. Yeah, so it was we very just, frustrating. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm sure a lot of people that way. And it was as simple as adding L-carnitine and you lost a bunch of weight that was yeah. pretty easy for you. Right. So because your microbiome is, was fine, I think after we fixed that and you still weren't losing weight, I think it was, is, the, is, the, is the flow on that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so these are all, once again, all things that, but if you didn't do that test, you'd never know and you'd always would have kind of struggled to get the last five or ten, I don't know how much weight you're trying to lose, but like that little bit off, but just you weren't metabolizing fat properly. Yeah, it's very... Just because that's of that cool. nutritional deficiency. Yeah. And that's why I always tell people that that, that, that that organic acid test, I think everyone should do that once a year. Because the other thing that happens is, is as we age, our metabolism changes. So that organic acid test and the result can change over time too. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good baseline test to do once a year. Because I also don't believe in taking a bunch of supplements you don't need. To kind of, you can, when you do that test, you can come up with a custom supplement protocol that fits your, your metabolism and your DNA from that test or from your, you know, from your genomics that tells you what you should and shouldn't be taking. And so it's just a really cool test. Yeah. I, I definitely think people should take that one. You know, I love it. And then yeah. the, in the, like I said, but the, the three tests that I, I love, you know, obviously I think the most important system, if you had to pick one, it's probably your neuroendocrine system because your hormonal system kind of controls your immune system. So that's the saliva test. Yeah. Um, I think they kind of go hand in hand with it with the DNA stool analysis, you know, and kind of the cool thing that we have now is, you know, back even five years ago, the way they would do a stool analysis is you poop in a cup or whatever you poop in. Uh, It's a little hot dog fish, I think, whatever. Maybe you send it into the lab and they would look for your bugs under the microscope. But the problem is a lot of times the bugs don't make it to the lab. So, you know, in like yeast is a really hard one to detect because yeast doesn't make it there that often. So, but what they have now with the PCR technology or DNA technology is they look for the DNA of the bug. So it's kind of like crime scene stuff, right? Yeah. So even though no one saw you there, if your DNA is at the crime scene, they know you were there. From the esophagus to the colon. Correct. So they, this test here tests for the DNA of the bugs. So if the DNA is there, we know the bug's there, even though he didn't make it to the lab. Yeah. Or maybe it wasn't that sample. Which is really cool. So um, that test, we found so many crazy things on patients, but like good things, like, you know, and it always helps change. Like, and, there, and there's some things people got to realize. There's some bugs that you have that can even lead to colon cancer and other stuff. Yeah. So it's definitely a preventative. It helps you have more energy. And, you know, people have to realize 50% of the serotonin, 90% of your dopamine is produced in your gut. Those are your feel-good things. Mm-hmm. So if you're not feeling good in your microbiome, messed up, you're never going to feel good because a, a, a lot of these feel-good hormones are produced in your gut. So, yeah, that's interesting. So very important to do that. And then, like you said, the organic acid test is amazing because... That's kind of like an overview. How are you metabolizing? How are you breaking down fat, carbohydrate, and protein? That's what life's all about. Yeah. I so love really testing the mitochondria of the cells. That's cool. All right. Awesome. So um, what other things do you recommend, would you say? So recommend that. We've talked about working out. Um, obviously eating good. Yeah. I think um, sleep. Sleep's a big one. People, I think, forget yeah. the importance of sleep. 
I think sleep is a really big one and not just like we recently just got um, shades put in our bedroom. Good sleep. I mean, blackout sleep, right? Blackout sleep and, and sunlight's so important too. Like yeah. you got to get sunlight because that, that whole, especially when you start, we start doing these adrenal tests and you see uh, that's what they call circadian rhythm or how your cortisol level goes up and goes down. You know, it spikes up because you get exposed to sunlight. Yeah. So if you don't get sunlight or like people that struggle a lot are people that work like third shift jobs. Mm-hmm. It kind of wreaks havoc on that, that neuroendocrine system, you know, and, there, and there's things we can do to help that. But like, it's important that everyone get a little bit of exposure to sunlight, even in Ohio here, like get out, you know, wear your winter coat, it's cold, but like get out and look at the sun or, you know, be in the sunlight a little bit every day. It's really important to kind of get that circadian rhythm going on. It's very, very important. Yeah. I like the sleep. I like the sun, a couple supplements, uh, eat good foods. I have a rule with foods um, just because I try not to do a lot of bad sugar. But I, I also try to be gluten-free all the time um, just because gluten is just so terrible for the body, causes over like 50-some different diseases. And um, so I have a rule. If it's ma- homemade from scratch for the dessert, I might eat it. But other than that, I probably won't eat it. Yeah, it was asked me to go out to dinner. Is it, is, it, is it a homemade from scratch? Yeah. It's just because, you know, I mean, we work really hard to be fit, to be in shape, to be healthy. And if it's not homemade from scratch and you eat a bunch of sugar, we're just going to feel like dog shit. Because right. we do, right? We feel hungover. We feel drunk. And so I hate that feeling. So that's my, that's my thing. But I think circling back, you know, so just realize that, you know, your body can't differentiate from the different types of, of stress. There's chemical right. fest stress, there's physical stress, and there's emotional stress. And usually it's a combination of these three things over time that break you down and affect you physically. Mm-hmm. And the way it does that is, you know, basically through your, it burns your adrenal glands out because your adrenal glands are either producing cortisol to deal with stress or they're producing your sex hormones, which make you anabolic and healthy and feel good. So, but if you're stressed out, chemically, physically, emotionally, or a combination, your cortisol levels will be high, which takes your immune system down, takes your sex hormones down, makes you more likely to get infections, which leads to these gut infections we keep talking about. And when you have those gut infections, that's another form of stress. Mm-hmm. And eventually it starts, you have, you have organ problems. And that's when you do, you know, and that's usually the last thing that shows up and the first thing that leaves. Yeah. So, so you know, real important, you know, don't want to suffer with chronic pain. Definitely don't want to have any chronic infections. That's why I think everyone should get their gut checked. You know, if they haven't had it done, at least get it checked one time to see if there's anything there. You know. And, and how do they go about getting these things checked? What should they do? Especially if people are listening to the podcast. Uh, I think the easiest way, obviously, is we'll have our contact information. You can reach out to it. Most of our patients are remote at this point. Mm-hmm. So, uh, or you can come to the office, obviously, and sit down with myself. And, and we have Joe there also, who's excellent. Uh, functional medicine provider, uh, sit down with us, talk through it, and, and the test never lied. Do the test. Yeah, you know, and, and and I've never had someone, and this is the truth, I've never had someone do a test and regret it ever. Yeah, because it's really cool. It's a window into what's going on inside you and how you work, mm-hmm. and, and everyone wants to know that. And, and it goes back to that whole health span thing. If you maintain your body and keep, you know, these three systems: the endocrine, your GI, and your detox system functioning properly. You're going to live a good life and be healthy. But if any one of those three systems is broken down or not working properly, you're going to struggle with your health. Yeah. You know, and you can't medicate your way to health. That's for sure. You got to give your body what it needs to keep healthy on its own. I agree. All right. So 
Um, that was a good talk for sure. Mm -hmm. He said, we don't want you to feel like shit. Right. So that's why we're here. Um, and we'll go into more detail on all these subjects in the future. This is kind of a, a quick overlay. Uh, just exp ex really excited to share this information with the providers and patients out there and realize that no matter what you have going on, there is a solution out there. Uh, and that solution is not medicating yourself more, taking something to mask the symptom, but actually get your body to heal itself and fix yourself. So mm -hmm. uh, please stay tuned. We're excited to help you guys out. Bye.